0: is not
1: sure if you wear masks or what. That's up to you. <laughs> Looking like a bandit. No. That,
2: that's up to you. That would be funny if we did an episode where we're all wearing masks. <laughs> <Just> masks. <laughs> I, don't
3: think, I don't think we ever wore a mask at all this no. whole pandemic. I don't even think we <laughs> had not masks on the uh, show. Remember
0: no. when uh, we did our first, uh what was it, COVID? Yeah. Recording at his place. Oh, that's right. I don't think we had masks when we were doing that. We
3: we were in separate vehicles. Remember? (laughs) Me and and him were the same. Me and him were in the same vehicle. I had to be like in my own bubble. (laughs) (laughs) Sad as shit over there. I did. It was so so, sad. Just sitting there alone with my pizza. He's like (laughs) crying. You guys are over in the fun car. (laughs) It was the fun car too. It was (laughs) Yeah.
2: <laughs> so this is it. That's how it is. We just uh, right, talk cool. right into the mic. Uh, do you want some here? You can throw these on.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. So you can hear yourself. So you can hear hear us if we uh, mumble. Yeah. So
3: usually I introduce the guests, but uh, I I don't I don't know you. I'm sorry. Oh.
4: Um, so Aunt Tina, you I'll can. have
3: you introduce yourself after I do the opening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, men, men, men. Introducing the Aboriginal Outlaws. I'm Will Bear Sunday. i B. I'm Joshua. We love you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in week by week. And I just want to let you know we had an awesome Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. Uh, Be sure to check out our... uh, uh, Hopefully, we'll have a steady stream of... uh, content for you week by week now now that the holidays are kind of out of the way
2: there's no more holidays coming we right? still we
3: still got that one where the fat fuck comes down your mm-hmm. chimney but uh we're know. built for that one yeah <laughs> white people say that's the lord's day or whatever but uh whatever no it's where the fat ass comes down your. he comes in your house uh our guest today is miss
1: tina point
3: and uh tina uh may i ask what uh what it is what's your profession what do you do
1: i um, founder of Unity Street Help and I'm um, team leader.
3: Wow. What is That's, Unity uh, Street Help?
1: Oh, we um, help the homeless and less fortunate. Um, we hand out Narcan kits because there's a lot of fentanyl overdoses. Um, we help trafficking victims. Hmm. A little bit of all of that, like street life stuff.
3: Now, do you have any pages or uh, website, anything where people can find you?
1: Uh, yeah, on Facebook.
3: And what do they, what do they look for?
1: Uh, Unity Street Help Association.
3: Unity Street yeah. Help Association on Facebook.
1: Yeah, and it's um Aquasasna in Cornwall, um surrounding areas. Uh, we have a small one in um Montreal, and another small one in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Okay, mm-hmm. so this
3: is open to anyone that needs help, not just Native
1: Oh, people. yeah, it's for everybody. Like our symbol has the, um, it's like the medicine wheel.
3: Yeah, I mean, it does have unity in the title. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny to be like,
2: sorry, no whites. Unity, but black stay out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's what a lot of okay. people always. Why? <laughs> no whites allowed? Because if we say no whites allowed, people are like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, i'm getting something now that I, now that you're really you yeah know, opening up about the black uh, jokes i'm so. not <laughs> the one who uses that word spella. so i know guy Lisu from this is guy i know yeah. guy listen from way back she knew me when i was a partier oh yeah yeah, yeah oh, so I, finally
1: i, you I can, got all kinds of
3: secrets you can finally them. tell us what, <laughs> a, <laughs> what a
2: bag of shit this guy oh yeah she was telling me secrets here we can't share them but they were good ones. <laughs> ah, they were good ones. I see. Uh-huh.
3: So, what made you want to start uh, getting involved with uh, this line of work and helping homeless and uh, um, addicts and stuff like that? You know,
1: actually, I kind of was involved for a long time, but um, I just didn't go public with it. Like, there's stuff I did in Montreal, Toronto, different areas with other like natives and um, their street helps.
3: Didn't go public. You you were kind of like Batman. Yeah, it was on the down (laughs) (laughs) low. It's like I only hope people in need at night the dark night <laughs> the dark when I'm wearing my mask you know? <laughs> I'm like the dark yeah, night for the I punched him with Narcan <laughs> 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 no,
4: it's it's like, I can't
3: help you when you're getting mugged only when you're overdosing
1: yeah <laughs> I'm just kidding
3: <laughs> this is a comedy podcast yeah by yeah way. Okay, <laughs> so it'll burn
1: balance so to yeah you know, yeah a lot I'm of sure, stuff I'm sure
3: mm-hmm. what you have to deal with is very heavy so yeah if you yeah. come here for laughs we will we'll make you laugh yeah we even piss you off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, come on, we're Mohawk. That's yeah. what we do. That's what we
1: do. It's medicine.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I learned about, well, I learned about your organization at the radio station. Um, what a good friend! On. I know. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I didn't even know you were doing <laughs> shit. <shame. laughs> Honestly, I didn't know there were fucking homeless people. I really didn't until it, it kind of came like up locally. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like I, yeah. I, I heard a little bit about some kind of tent city on the island, but or in. I Cornwall. was talking
3: about this when you were running for chief. That's right, and I was like, yeah.
2: I was like, that's a Canadian side problem.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, what a dickhead! Right <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only one when
3: we went to uh, his uh, meet the candidates thing, yeah, the only one there to bring up the homeless problem, and I, I don't mind giving him a shout out, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind either, was Darren, Darren yeah. Rourke. Yeah, the only person there yeah. that bring up the homeless problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, kudos, you got my vote. Yeah, right. so right,
1: yeah, it's like a hidden population around here because, and yeah. like our own skid row, yeah, in 2020, um. It was like it just opened up, and we were serving about 150 people at one time. So, it's... That's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. <laughs> we're just
2: like, uh-huh. Yeah,
1: and we were actually feeding them twice a week.
3: I don't mean this in like a good way, but that is incredible. Like, the, I didn't. I had no idea that the number was that large.
1: Yeah, it was, and... um,
3: that's That's really sad.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I trying uh, not to get political, but <laughs> but here we go. Get
3: political. Yeah. Here right right we go. Then. Without, uh, uh, I know you can't really say too much uh, yeah. confidentiality there, but I gotta ask: Are there any kids?
1: Um, there's a few times, yeah. Uh, just oh. recently was um a trafficking victim she was Uh, non-native um she had to run she was um being trafficked for about 15 years she had a a young young one and uh, they had to they were in a spot like um i mean everybody knows where they send them in certain places so we went there and i just pretty much like it's like we become friends in a way but like i i don't let them you know there's boundaries and everything i don't i want them to kind of learn stuff on their own and like i don't want to be um what do you call that codependent or something yeah like caretaking somebody. yeah yeah so i just keep checking on her every few days but we actually made a video it was i mean i've been thinking about like making videos and just telling the story because it kind of died down now so I think we did something good because it did die down, like the amount of people. So she wanted to say part of her story because she was desperate. She needed an apartment. And the way the system works, you only have a certain amount of time. And then you're saying, well, if you can't find a place, then you're going to have to call CAS and put your son in in with them for a a little bit until you get a place. So basically, yeah. the system is really broken, and I don't know if like it's just broken.
3: <laughs> it's funny that these, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of these organizations—not yours, yeah—but uh, you say the system. A lot of things, these uh, places that have grants and stuff, where their whole backbone is that they're they're out to help people, yeah. like find housing or whatever. And it's funny that these are people that also give these poor folk a timeline. Mm. Like they haven't already been looking for shit for like two years before yeah. they even ask for help, and then they're like, "Oh well, if you can, if you can't find a place in ninety days, it's like, well, I've been trying for <laughs> fucking over a thousand days."
2: Yeah, yeah. They're not making you know? these apartments cheaper around here. No, they're yeah. not. No,
1: <laughs> they're <laughs> not. No. Especially so, on the Canadian side. Yeah. Is it more expensive in Cornwall? Oh yeah, it's like well, up to fifteen to two thousand a month. I think. Holy shit. Yeah, it got crazy. And then there was like um, apartment buildings that were just, everybody started, oh, we're going to renovate, so you got to leave. And then they would boost up the price. Mm -hmm. Mm, Those
2: motherfucking capitalists. Yeah. Yeah. Centrification is that what that is? I think so. It's like if you own a rental and you can get more for it, you want to kick the family out that's in it so you can get more for it. Yeah. Because the family that's in it is not going to pay you more. Yeah. So you get rid of those fuckers mm-hmm. and you...
3: It's like this is a block and a half away from the a nice Tim Hortons. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're going to yeah. jack up the price a little right.
2: bit, you know. Or we want to sell it to like a... Uh, there's, there's a big group in Cornwall, right? The DevCorp. <coughs> oh, yeah. yeah right? No, That's like buying stuff. I just see their sign everywhere and I heard they bought the Navcan Center. So...
1: Yeah, I think they did. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah. So I think they'll, they'll like buy a spot and then, you know, make it a hoity-toity bougie spot that they can charge more for. Oh. You know,
3: I'm glad you brought up uh, the trafficking thing because a lot of people aren't really aware of, um, like, the danger that lurks just in our backyard because a lot of people think that it's like, oh, that, that those are Ottawa problems or yeah. Montreal problems. Uh, no, it's happening in Cornwall, too.
1: Yeah, oh, it's happening on this reservation. It's, yeah. the, it's the border. Yeah. So you got to think back way back in the day, this this border it's always been you know things happening, it's just on a real down low, like the government they like the system, I'll say the system, they don't really they have all these things, you can't say nothing, you can't do nothing, so um yeah i, I don't work for them, so I can say whatever, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and to bring awareness it's well, that's what I'm finding awareness. interesting and why
2: i i why did you hear is because. What you're doing is kind of like a freelance social work, but like <clears throat> at a community organizing level, direct action level. And I'm, I, for one, really appreciate that. We've had direct action people here too. And I think that's really a big part of our culture mm-hmm. here as the Haudenosaunee and as the Quhumma people is just fucking doing shit for ourselves. Yeah, basically. And what we're trying, what it seems like most people try to do is recreate the outside system here and they slap Mohawk name on it, call it a day. And not let's figure this shit out our own way. Yeah, using our own resources.
1: So when
3: Josh Sergeant, twenty (laughs) twenty three, for chief. Maybe this time I'll get sixteen votes.
2: Make a
0: second run. Yeah. (laughs) Me and Johnny B. Johnny B's got the family.
3: (laughs) You know, it's really sad that um, there are people that are, I I guess, they're pretty much monsters in this community that that are doing that to our own people. Wow yeah
2: yeah so, so what can you say about that mean, can, say without, about that? without yeah. getting us killed yeah i mean yeah, I'm not a lot of people always
1: always like oh you gotta watch yourself you gotta you know this <coughs> and that but you don't have to like, dox people how many how many times are we gonna watch ourselves and not say nothing while the next generation comes in and they boom they're right into it like yeah, they're, they're, they're picking like up vulnerable too yeah there's um i think a lot has to do with drug addiction and greed because it's there's like there's so many stories i I've, I've seen or i can tell i mean for instance there was um young native couple very young 18 19 they somehow got on the round path ended up in cornwall then they started going to these drug houses and i have volunteers that are actually drug users but that's like a different level. That's how we're being suc- <laughs> successful, I guess, mm-hmm. because they'll tell me stuff. They're not ready, because I would say, are you ready yet today, you know? Or, mm-hmm. But they're not ready, but it's bringing them purpose. So some of them have stopped selling drugs or doing drugs a lot, and then, um, so they would tell me stuff, and so I'd go to a house, and I would know where the target is. And we would go to a house. We're, I'm just bringing food, you know, and I'm, I'll see natives or whoever. I pulled them aside. How mm-hmm. you doing? What are you doing? I know your family or stuff like that. Uh, you know, just I just pulled them in somehow. And, um, yeah, they just start talking. Then I'll get calls, like, late at night from some people. Man, it's not good. You know, This the boyfriend's all drugged out, and he's trying to sell her. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, so... I'll, I'll make phone calls <laughs> and I'll, and, I'll, I'll, and they were out there a lot of my volunteers were women and they're like we're gonna watch out And they' like, just stick by her just stay with this this girl So the couple this is this is the most craziest story though. So I kept going there and I would even go there without my mm-hmm. um, volunteers and just stop by or I'll see them on the street. Hey, how you doing? Hey you know and I kind of I kind of I try to bring them back home. Like, I'll even make um, traditional foods, sort of remind them of their grandmas or the home life. So, one day I was, I think there was three, no, two cars. There was two of our eldest volunteers in a Jeep, and then me and another one. And I didn't even realize what I walked into, because I was really worried about Mm -hmm. those young ones, huh? So then... um, yeah, I walked in, there's some strange looking guys standing there, and I noticed they're kind of wearing Gucci and different stuff, and I'm like, man, I've never seen these, you know? So I just walked up to them, like, hey, what's up? They looked at me kind of weird, and I'm mm-hmm. like, um, you just want food? They're like, no. And then they're just kind of like, they started pacing because they didn't know who I yeah. was. Huh? So then... Next thing you know, the door flies open, and the young guy runs out. He's kind of bruised up, and then the girlfriend comes out. I'm like, hey, you guys, how you doing? You want food? And then it was like, he jumped in the car, and he's like, Tina, get me the fuck out of here. They held me for two days. They were beating me up. And I was like, what? And I'm looking at, and I'm like, who? And it's the guys (laughs) I'm talking to. So I was just like, looked, and I didn't know what to think. I'm like, hey, um, these are my people. And I'm like, I'm taking them. And I was like, damn, man, like, I can't believe I just, but it happens. Huh? So the first thing I said, you know, I looked at one of them because he kept looking at me. And I could tell he was trying to see who I am because I was like, walked in with confidence. Huh? Like, you know, then I was um, I'm like, do you know who I am? <laughs> that's all, you know, that's all I could say. So they kind of like, what? And I was like, yeah, do you know who I am? then the guy was like no and I just I focused on the one guy that kind of looked you know like he he had a little bit of fear in his mm. eyes when I said you know who I am huh? but anyway so I was like you know if you see the baddest of the Indians around here am there those are my cousins <laughs> he just looked at me and he nodded and looked to the other ones let's go for a walk huh? and mm. I was just like and I stood there and I still I didn't want to get involved and I was like oh my god they're in the car with our elder volunteers <laughs> and yeah. so I just walked to the car I'm there just get them out of here anywhere and call me in 10 minutes i they're just far away from this spot they took them out got them out and then we I got out of there we got we all got out of there and then um yeah I just I've seen one of them around she's doing good then I didn't hear from anything about them so it was like that was awesome I'm pretty sure they're both doing good I don't want to give too much details mm-hmm. because you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> That's understandable. It's confidentiality. Uh, thing. Yeah, that was just <clears throat> one one of the wild stories, but
3: I have a question for you. Yeah. Um you you bring up the system a lot. Yeah. But how flawed is our system that most of our people feel the need to um like uh make a means uh of living by doing stuff like this? where it's um, dealing with people in the criminal underground, whether they're doing drugs or are involved in trafficking or anything that's just, you know, they feel like that's their only way of making, you know, a living.
1: You yeah. Know?
3: Like, how flawed is our system that you feel like maybe? Because to me, <clears throat> excuse me, if people feel like that, that's the only way they can earn money around here by doing shit like that, I kind of feel like, you know, Like, we're failing those people in a way. Yeah. Like, um, uh, how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, actually, I was just talking talking about that with a stranger today. (laughs) And um, I think there should be a program, and we're talking about second chances with criminals Mm -hmm. and different stuff like that, and that they get to... It becomes hopeless. They got nothing to do but... um, factory jobs and it it just becomes hopeless like because they have a criminal record and so they get into that life and then even even people that are homeless they end up on the streets and then they end up in a drug house or something and it's they don't intend it it just it's the way it happens and then um it's like everything, we've all been through so much, like a lot of natives. But um, yeah, yeah, what I learned too is it's not only just us, it's all different nationalities that the system failed. So there's, there's so much, it's, all they need is a second chance. They just need someone to reach out, encourage them, empower them and give them a second chance. Like they don't want to be working at factories or stuff like that. A lot of them don't want to be doing this. And I've seen a lot of people change their ways like while being out there. And um, one of the things was I I told a lot of them, uh, like they're like, man, it just sucks. I can't get a job and you know, different stuff like that. uh. So I was like, you know, when I'm out here I see nothing but future counselors, like you know, counselors for our youth. There, you just gotta get your shit together. You're gonna get a good life, you know. Maybe you have to walk this path. It's like you're getting schooled, right? Like life lessons. Yeah. So in order to help another, so once you get out of that, you know, help another person. Then they, it kind of clicks in their head, and there's some people that's actually in college and going back to school now. Like, they got out of their life, and they're doing that. So I think that's really cool. But um, the government has to do something, like, second chances or even third, like, and, you know, in order to get your record taken off you're going to pay so much money and then you pay all that money then it's still it's not a you know it's not a sure thing but I really think that they could get some programs and the right people and research it better I think they can do something but it can't be people working within the government system because I'm not working and a lot of us weren't working in that system so it's kind of like you have to you have to be there like they can hire a bunch like they can train and hire a bunch of people that just got off the streets to go back in where the homeless and everything Mm -hmm. you know send them out there because it's like they have that street credit and that's one of the things (coughs) one of my volunteers like on the committee I have like a street credit seat but I have Mm -hmm. like about three or four of them from the streets on that seat because they're they're not always reliable because they're homeless too, so but um, I've learned so much from everybody too, and a lot of them say, like the how would that tough love stuff huh? thunder like this is when we need someone the most?" And it's true, like they say it's a disease, and it's like, so would you would you deny someone with cancer? Would you just leave them aside like that? And you're not supposed to. <laughs> mm. Because like I tell my volunteers, because we lost a lot of people. And try not to get tears. <laughs> <It's> all
2: right. <laughs> you should see these guys crying all the time.
1: I know not am going to make you cry.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it happens.
2: Yeah. So what would you say... Want to take a breath.
1: Yeah. yeah let's
2: take a breath. <laughs> nice deep breath. It's hard to talk about heavy shit. Johnny, tell a joke. <laughs> yeah. Tell a joke about homeless people.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: About the system. <laughs> I'm this. good though. I'm system. good. Fuck Just this. like system yeah, of a yeah. downside. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. But <laughs>
3: that—that's exactly what I'm getting on though, is that yeah. because there's not too much uh, employment opportunities. Oh yeah. Yeah, honestly, uh, unless you're a fucking cop. Or you're a chief or a social or worker, you have uh,
1: a you cousin of them, or, or if you have uh, hey, hey, now don't no pull it no, up, I'm joking,
3: or if you have a degree on top of a degree, you know, around here, you know, there's not much for a, a great life, yeah. But the thing is, if uh, honestly, I think a lot of the, the root of mm-hmm. uh, a lot of problems, like if people were, were turn to drugs, you know, like yeah. dealing drugs and stuff, because employment opportunities and child care because and you know because a lot of people around here can't do the shift work oh yeah because they can't find a babysitter Mm -hmm. so then they can't find a work that works with their schedule so they don't want to be put out uh out of their home you know yeah it's their apartment or if they got you know a mortgage to pay so then they're like well then i'll just sell coke and then they're right back into that life of you
2: know
1: yeah.
3: doing dirty things so that they can have a good life.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Everybody's trying to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> well,
2: so the root of part of the root of it is like in the South, right? And and and, and um, they make one bad choice, and that just snowballs into a million bad choices, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what it is.
2: And we, would you say like addictions kind of the, part of the root of most of them? Like you said, a lot of them are using. Is it? It sounds like mostly opiates right are like the real
1: um yeah, there's a lot of that there's it's it's everything basically, yeah. and um, yeah, a lot of that, but um, we can go dig deeper, mm-hmm. and it's their childhood, yes. how they were mm-hmm. raised, stuff has happened, and they you know they they just fell through the cracks of the system mm-hmm. and You see that so much. I still see it. Like, no matter what, I still see it. Like, they just fall through the system. Yeah. Like, the cracks and that.
2: So what I hear is, like, what you're doing is part of the solution. Mm -hmm. We need more of you. So, like, we need more of yous and more. So how did you get your organization started? And then how would you, like, encourage people either to join your organization or to form something similar um, um just you know non-governmental aid organizations yeah. i don't know what you call it
1: it was um i would say go out there if, if, if there's a drug house or anything <clears throat> around and stuff be that person to try and give them support um without judgment that's the main thing oh thanks no judgment, huh? that label up uh,
3: to the camera I'm to take a picture? No, spin it This around. one? There you go. Oh, okay.
1: So it, just, Cheers. Uh, the, other way, the other way. This way? There there's you the go. camera. Hold it up to the camera. You're blocking <laughs> it.
3: That's totally... Give us no, no, some direction, no, no, no. Josh. There you go.
2: This find a
3: bottle of oh, the Water, camera. water. <laughs> water. <laughs> not don't, water. Don't even mention <laughs> it. Just There yeah. you go. Product placement.
1: Product placement. You're supposed to just point at the camera. <laughs> oh okay, that's the camera. I'm looking water at is
2: life. That's your camera. Yeah,
1: water is life. I kept thinking, Where's the camera? As I'm looking at <laughs> You're looking right at it.
2: It's that bright thing in front yeah, of you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but um Yeah, I would say that because like I was getting to <laughs> a story and I, I had a little meltdown. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but, it's uh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what I told my volunteers. <laughs>
3: oh, I'm sorry, like, I don't mean to laugh. No, oh, I know, I'm just uh, thinking. It got me thinking of this asshole at the fucking meet, your, meet the candidates night. What? Wow. <laughs> when uh, you fucking. You walk up to the podium and, like, the first 10 seconds you're up there, out of your fucking mouth. You're like, come on, everyone, make some noise, smile, laugh. <laughs> it's not like we're talking about something bad like sex trafficking. <laughs> And it's just like, Jesus Christ. And the room was quiet except for this asshole fucking laughing. Not, I didn't even find that joke funny. Mm. The fact that he thought he could, that was his icebreaker. I'm like, what a fucking, oh man, he already lost. <laughs> Walking up with his gestoa. Come on everybody! buddy. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ.
1: We're all learning, though. Yeah. <laughs>
2: As if my family's not big enough to get me elected. Come on now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think what he was going for is that everyone there was kind of saying the same goddamn thing.
1: Yeah.
3: And they were kind of piggybacking on each other. Oh,
0: yeah, man. You go there this yeah, year, you're going to hear the same exact shit going Yeah.
1: On yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Like it, it, kind of <laughs> <laughs> sweet nothings? <laughs> it really
3: yeah. bugs yeah. me. It really bugs me that I've been growing my <laughs> hair longer than you, but it's we're both the same length for some uh-huh. reason yeah there we go hey uh, all right i think he's taking prenatal vitamins or something you think <laughs> so? <laughs> steroids i'm back
1: prenatal <laughs> <laughs> did i say that wrong no no okay he did, i never thought of okay. that
3: <laughs> All right. You, you, the way you said it made me think I said something dumb. No, <laughs> you know, you're just like, that's how we think it's pronounced. Was, fucking yeah, I, no. <laughs>
1: I was just thinking because that's how we ever talk about. Everybody, like how to improve your health and all oh, of yeah. this and that.
0: How do you improve your health then? i just want to improve their health
2: <laughs> you quit vaping and You're drinking those right, fucking man. things for one yeah. all
0: right this is actually my second one in like the last week what are
2: you saying you want me to go back to cigarettes you
3: fucking animal yes. Great. i mean you
0: smell a lot better when you were puffing on <laughs> I?
3: I? i think i still got some of that wood smoke from my sweat yesterday in yeah. my hair oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. I, I think I do need a shower. With smoking and cum. Uh, <laughs> uh, not yeah. necessarily in that order, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> What can I say? What can I say? I, I, I was a happy man. Like, you said it a lot nice. that, it
2: you are all good. natural. Stuff. Yeah. So you had 150 people at your height. What's it like right now?
1: Um, I'd say about maybe 50 or less. That's still a lot of people.
2: And are they still living, like when you say homeless, what are they doing? Are they like living in those tent cities kind of by the water? they just wandering around Cornwall and um, surrounding areas? How's it work?
3: Well, before you, I, I'm sorry to cut you <laughs> off, but I want to make this perfectly clear. That number is only people that have asked for help. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's a good point. There's so many that are That's undocumented, a good point. you know. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of um, couch surfers. And, of course, the drug (laughs) houses, they're, like, they'll welcome you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, come on in here.
3: I love one like a brother, because he is a brother. Yeah. A couch surfer.
1: couch surfers. Yeah,
2: Yeah, so what's it looking like over there, from the ones you know about, anyways?
1: Um, Right now, a lot of them are staying in drug houses or shitty motels, and they're on a limited time. Um... It's like everybody tries to take care of everybody. There was there was like um there was some people still trying to camp out asking me uh-huh. where they could go and I was like, Damn, it's cold, like just go to the police oh, yeah. station or go back to the hospital, like because um I usually refer people go to the emergency and then they'll hook you up with a social worker. They'll give you a place to stay and they're gonna try and help you. And so they do that. Will something. they though? They No, because I, I feel no. like a.
3: I feel like a lot of times these people have to go and ask the right questions.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So is
3: there like a certain way, where people can ask for help without getting turned away?
1: They they have to go to the hospital. Um, yeah, it's just messed up. A lot of them, ask me, and I would just say just tell them Tina would send you from Street Help. But I don't I don't know how much weight that mm-hmm. holds. But and then I'm like they can call me or whatever, and they usually do that. And then I'll give suggestions. But them social workers they they have like a list of all everything. Uh, but um, it's still not good enough because there's still people out there like they're starting to panic. Like okay, I'm I'm only um this the system will say only paid for 4 days. I have 4 days, yeah. you know, and then I got to leave after that. Well, I'm basically fucked. And um the funny not it's not funny, but the weird thing when I sit back and think about it like well, I had covid uh, like back uh, about a year ago and I I was really sick in 2 months whatever. Like you I, had it? Yeah, I died, I came back. <laughs> And it was yeah, nobody believes You you died? Yeah, for five minutes. Wow. It was intense. I never So you're
3: you're a fucking zombie. (laughs)
1: I don't know. I feel like I'm on borrowed time. I'm I mean, like, it is
3: Christmas time. Are uh, we
1: sitting yeah. with Christ right now? Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> she is Your really, holiness, yeah. <laughs> the Messiah. <She> the <laughs> fucking Indian Messiah here. It's <laughs> pretty amazing right there.
1: Yeah, something, oh man. I Eat all the potatoes you want. <laughs> I, mean,
3: I feel a lot better that you are sitting here and you have had COVID. I don't know if I could trust you if you never got it. Oh. It's just like... <laughs> considering yeah. the people you're hanging around, around with, right? Yeah.
2: It's like... Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I didn't catch COVID either from the streets. No, you caught it from, <laughs> from school's. The, uh, from family uh, or something. Yeah. I'm not even sure. Like yeah. there's a
3: few She caught it from her mom.
1: few yeah. Suspects. There, there, there might
3: be
2: a few people caught COVID in this room. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but,
2: we all um, got it. We all yeah. got it. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was pretty it was pretty crazy, but um yeah. after that I had to recover. <laughs> I have a like that's a little bit personal story about well yeah, I kind of knew I was going to die. That's what I kept in my head, you know, like the doctor. You don't have a good chance, you know, every day almost. And while my son grew up, I was like, oh, uh, take care of the house, pack all my stuff, send it to storage until I get better, you know. And then, uh-huh. But I knew deep down, and so then um, he got a roommate, whatever. So I'm like, you're good. You're golden. You know, you got your own house. That was the deal. <laughs> when he turned 18. So so when I came out, he had his roommates and whatever. He was making it, you know. He came out like he, you yeah.
3: mean, he, when he came back oh. to life?
1: Yeah, when I came back to life, <laughs> <laughs> I got released Jeez. I was kind of like just bouncing you around.
3: <laughs> you shouldn't have told me that. You shouldn't have told me that. I keep
1: thinking that Indian must mons-
3: <laughs> I got to ask though. What, what what was that like? Like were you like in Dying? a legit, like hospital? Yeah, it was a nice view. Really, what was yeah. it like to die?
0: Seriously. we've never <laughs> we've never had anyone. Never I mean, I've, I've had a really, really, I've had a couple of near experiences. <laughs> but... <laughs> on a mountain, yeah. On, oh, on I don't, the mountain, I don't, I don't think the heart actually
2: stopped. Why do you keep aiming it to me? Huh? <laughs> oh, I, I think I keep bumping it. It's like, tiny. but yeah, how was the, how was that?
1: How was it? Yeah. Um, see anything cool? It was a nice feeling, though.
0: That's what, what I was a hear. Nice feeling, yeah, I don't have to put up l- anybody's l- shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost out I, of here. I, I,
1: I, I, It was like um, it was hard to say. Like uh, it was like a floating feeling. It was a feeling of letting go of everything. Yes. And then it was like I was just like. And I, then and they the brought first, you back to the, the f- burden yeah, of life. The first thought I thought of was like, man, this feels so good. You know. You're talking to like, me to take that jump. And, <laughs> but you know and then next thing you know all I hear is yelling and Tina Tina and I, and I open my eyes you know what just happened well, I'm just thinking
3: and you come back you're like oh
0: no you fucking assholes oh, fucking you fucking got me back suckers
1: brought me back <laughs> Yeah, it was the whole team was around the bed and everything. Wow, spent my last fucking few dollars. Jesus,
3: they almost (laughs) lost their leader. (laughs) I know. Almost got taken. You know what's crazy that you say those exact words is because um, I I do listen to a lot of Q&As and podcasts. I love listening to people speak. And one of the people I love listening speak, is uh, his name is Kevin Smith. Uh, Mm -hmm. Most of the world knows him as Silent Bob. And uh, his mom had also died on the table for about five minutes or so. And then he couldn't help but ask, you know, if she remembers her experience or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she described that exact same thing. Like, yeah, I don't know if there's an afterlife. None of us do. But the fact that she said, you know, she felt like she was floating and she felt every single worry and burden off. Yeah. Like, she said that she felt like I didn't have to worry about nothing I didn't have to worry about a bill. I didn't have to worry about the cats being fed. I was literally just...
1: It, it's kind of almost like a, a fuck it moment. <laughs> I don't know how to yeah. explain it. Like, fuck it, man, I'm going. So is And it, it's taken. A, is eight, it you know. almost
3: worth it to live the rest of this life to get back to that moment? You'd be like, that's what's at the end. Um, and you're like, I'm going to cram. Uh, I, not really, not, not that I'm saying you're I living mean, to die, but. I mean, we fact, all are, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is that. <laughs>
0: she drives 15 over the speed limit. <laughs> but
3: but what I'm saying is that. It's two cheeseburgers. Is it worth trying to cram as much as you can in that life? Because now that you know, that's what's at the end for me, getting back to that feeling.
1: Well, I only seen that, that just that little bit of that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to see all of it. Mm. Right, but I So mean, I'm still left kind of wondering. So you just got a taste. Yeah, it, it was like a little tease of a good feeling. But um, yeah, I'm sure there's an afterlife and I believe it. <laughs> but um, yeah, a lot of my family refused to believe that I died. They're like, don't tell me that. No, I'm going to call your doctors. <laughs> <laughs> And then they, they just kept dr- drilling in my head, you didn't die. Why do you keep saying I be- that? I, I believe and, it. You know.
3: When I first walked in and I saw your face, I'm like, she looks like she fucking died once. Really. <laughs> died once. Yeah. She's had to have at least died for a little bit. <laughs> died and came back. <laughs> Something tells me she's on the other side. Yeah. You never
1: know. Maybe I just had to tell my story yeah, with you guys. And she's got yeah. the yeah. <laughs> Now we're going to
3: start speaking tongues. The Holy Ghost, fucking Holy Ghost! <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah!
1: We're gonna have to say a prayer before I leave.
2: To <laughs> <laughs> start your own religion but, next? <laughs> yeah, that—that's
1: that, all I think of, though. Like. <clears throat> Shit! Like, why did I come back? Like, why did you, you? know, why did I have to come back and make it
3: up? <laughs> God damn So it. I'm thinking, <laughs>
1: it's almost like some of those movies you see, uh, like Unfinished Business. Mm-hmm. You some... gotta stop
3: covering the label. Okay. <laughs> Use the <Right>. handle.
1: <laughs> the handles on there Turn on it back side. the other way. Like, you right. just had it the okay. other hand. Right. <laughs> There you go. Uh, yeah. Perfect.
3: Perfect. There, there we go. go. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! I
3: never had to freaking help someone hold a cup. <laughs> yeah. Like this. (laughs) He he takes his coffee cups very Uh, serious too. He does. He does.
0: He's a coffee. He won't fucking let it go. Every time you drink that the wrong way, you pick up
3: that cup. It's fucking killing them inside. (laughs) I brought up one goddamn thing that'd be cool if we did, and they won't fucking let it go. Yeah, let's get some more stickers then. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm gonna. Every
1: time I. (laughs) Yeah, you know? <laughs> I'm going to think of you every time I get a <coughs> coffee cup in my hand. I'll be like,
2: There <laughs> uh, you go. <laughs> so what but, did? Uh, uh, when did you first start doing all this?
1: All of the street help. Let's yeah. see. Back in 2020, I was actually by myself just helping a few people that I knew. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> my, my aunt, she's a clan mother. And um, I kept dreaming of her, and she kept saying, do something, do something. Then I'm just thinking, like, okay, um, I don't know. Like, what do you want me to do? But she wasn't saying. And then she just kept coming and coming coming to me. So I just started to think, okay, like, what am I doing now? Maybe she sees something. Maybe I was. So I went in that direction. And I, I, obviously I was assuming it has to do with helping our people. So. I just kept getting those dreams, huh, and then um so i I headed in that direction, and it was just everything was wild, how it opened up. I didn't have a plan all my my only plan was to feed the homeless and to get narcan kits, <laughs> and for a while, I was getting everybody's name because um, some pharmacies you need i d you need this and that, huh. And then it was like, then one pharmacist reached out to me. It was RX Pharmacy in Cornwall. He's mm-hmm. like, Tina, I want to have a meeting with you, you know? And he's like, um, bring some of your volunteers. I'll train you and I'll hook you up with Narcan kits on. I'm like, oh, really? Like, how much? <laughs> you know? He's like, um, 100, 100 Narcan kits every two weeks. And I'm like, so I don't have to get all kinds of ID, people's IDs and stuff. It's like, no, and it, it was awesome. When mm-hmm. I went there, I was like, wow, there's other people actually trying to fight this battle yeah. too, huh? So that was really good, and it made everything so easier, so, because a lot of people were like, there's overdose, man. And then a lot of people were too scared to go and give their IDs to the pharmacies, and it, it, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, I guess they had their own reasons, and mm-hmm. they didn't want their ID on it or anything, huh? So once I started, it was like I was just pushing that on the streets um there are no questions asked just hand it out and um a lot of my volunteers saved lives um, a lot of especially the natives you know that's all it that's that's like in us to take care of others mm-hmm. uh, right and um so a lot of them I would just I would just meet up with them and give them narcan kits next day Tina and if you didn't have that, if you didn't give me those kits, someone would have died. I just, you know, I saved someone. I had to use eight because I was still carrying around that big grocery bag and Narcan kits. And I was like, damn, really? And, you know, it started getting like that. And then there was more people, more people were starting to get involved. Like there is a, uh, I- and I, I, I got that, like, um what do you call that? The street code, mm. where I don't like to talk. Like, mm. there's certain things I can yeah. go, yeah. but we'll just, well, yeah. I'm going to just say it. just we'll trying just be, to be real, real shifty about right. this part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know these bikers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway. They go by a name. Yeah, man. I we like, won't name them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um so, yeah, so uh I was like. And you guys, you use, uh, all hang out in the rough part of town, huh? You just want to hand out some food to people? They're like, uh, yeah, sure. You know, I'll give you plates, too. It's home-cooked meals. So they were down with it mm-hmm. and everything. And then, um, <coughs> so then they were saying, yeah. And then right around that time, there was an overdose across the road. And one of the bikers' wives were telling me, man, you know this girl? And I'm like, yeah, she's actually like a client of ours, huh? And, um yeah she had it so then they started talking about a family member of theirs so i had um i'm like yeah i'm gonna keep printing it just hand it out to anybody if you think they you know fit Mm -hmm. the description ask them if they want some so they were they were handing out an arcane kits and they were handing out food and um so many times me and my and then next you know me and a lot of volunteers we'd hit that spot and we we're all just chilling out with the bikers, you know, we're just talking about family oriented stories and different, like the problems in the city and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, so then, um, the one time, uh, I had just dropped some off. They're like, yeah, we've been out for a week. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'll drop a bag off next day. They're calling me up, you know, later that night, their family member and they were young came in, and they overdosed, and they needed, like, I think it was four of the Narcan kits to bring them back. So they were, like, you know, they were just, <clears throat> like, they wanted to help the mm. wives and, like, a lot of them. Huh? So they were really – and that's what it was – that's how it, I felt like I was being guided by my aunt because so much things that happened, it was out of my hands, and it was almost like – um then certain areas I would go to and something would happen to them. And then sometimes I would spend extra time, like any time I could be like on the spot traditional mm-hmm. counseling and um, just talking to someone and the team would have to leave and I'd have to stay back and sit with someone. I'll be sitting on the street while they're crying and they had enough of life, everything. Uh, and I would sit there until they're okay. And then I would just kind of, here's my number. Just call me, call me, like, and just keep trying to um, uplift them. So um, we had biker volunteers. <laughs> you know, that was that was cool. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so then, um, and there's just so many different, and there's <laughs> so many different other, you know, known organizations that um, they were actually helping pull in homeless people in you know I'm gonna let them stay here you know you just just bring their f- bring bring some food huh? and um yeah like I don't know I, I guess you could say criminal organizations <laughs> I don't know but anyway they were helping they were volunteering because it hits home for a lot mm-hmm. of them huh? you live that wild life and sometimes some of your kids they grow up and they see that and end up like getting involved in that and um yeah, like it was almost like everything was in place and it just kept opening up, opening up and I was learning and I felt like um it was like a crash course, a college course or some me being out there for over 2 years and stuff. And um <clears throat> there was even um young non-natives. I'm shorter's natives, I didn't mm-hmm. hear of it yet. But there was um, a few non-natives that just smoked a joint and they dropped. Nobody had Narcan kits in that mm. neighborhood. They just dropped, overdose, died. Huh? Wow. I think he was eighteen. Huh?
2: So it just got into their supply somehow. Somehow, yeah. Mm.
1: And it was it was messed up. And um, so then is like, so then I bump into some natives, and of course they're just dying to talk to somebody, uh, yeah. from the res. So a lot of them are like, man, Tina, oh, there's there's these group of women that are you know, hitting the um, the Coke shops or whatever you call it, Coke houses. I don't know what you call it. But anyway, so um, and they are like, yeah, we were just smoking. And I said, no, I woke up on the floor, and I don't got no money. You know, I'm not supposed to sleep on that stuff. And so I was like, so that's when that started. Things like when I was saying like was opening up. Like, different things, and I was like, damn, like, so a lot of that kept, different scenarios kept happening throughout the city and on the island. And then um, St. Ridges, I started, I was doing a little bit out there, and um yeah, there, there's so much stories and where it was just popping, it was popping off, like, people were getting scared. And then there was times where I'll be, like, helping some of the people on the streets, feeding them, and you hear sirens. They're in line, and everybody stops, and they start... They're just listening in the direction, and they start... And then I was I was just standing there. I'm like, it's scary, yeah? And um, one of them's like, yeah, it is. They just kind of look sad, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm there, so you know someone that way? And they're like, yeah, and, you know, stuff like that, and uh-huh. it would happen, and it would... <coughs> So I see, like, a lot of um, post-traumatic, you know, stuff happening while they're out there on the streets. And then, uh, and there was another time this one one person didn't have a place to stay. Um, he w- went to crash out at a, a drug house because, you know, the doors are open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he stayed there. Um, he said he just smoked a joint. And um, next thing you know, he was you know, getting revived in a snowbank. The Carnival police found him in a snowbank someplace. So whoever they were just tossed him out. huh? Hmm. But, um, yeah, th- there's so much, so much crazy stuff. And the thing is, is what I don't get is why isn't, why ain't they saying anything? Like, why ain't they giving the estimates?
2: Right. Why is it not front page news?
1: Yeah. And, um, man, I had a list. I made a list and there was like, it's because
3: people threaten violence, yeah. that's
1: why: Well, yeah, even,
2: even the homeless problem and like not the, you know the why isn't it common knowledge maybe that it's a thing, and all these these you know scenarios exist, you know
3: no,
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Why, yeah. why don't
3: we know more about this? Yeah, yeah. Why is this such a secret?
2: It's, it certainly isn't very common in the papers. Yeah. I, I literally do the news for the radio station. Yeah. I and don't I, have time to prepare the news. So, why isn't this something that, hey, here's a list? We have, we have lists of uh, COVID figures still. Why don't we have, we don't list those because nobody fucking cares anymore. But, uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. Why the- aren't people more upset about that big you know, IGA renovation job? Yeah, and why $22 aren't they? million, $25 million yeah, for an so office. Yeah, so now that hopefully people are becoming more aware of this homeless problem, why aren't more people standing there rubbing their hands, being like, that's going to be a homeless shelter, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. you're like,
3: no, we were thinking of putting more offices here.
1: Yeah. For what, though? Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. To twiddle your thumbs yeah. and, yeah. you know.
2: Would you say part of the problem with the... Um, like shelters and the system that exists is they expect you to be clean when you walk in and it's like, hello, why the fuck do you think I'm out here?
1: Yeah, and um, exactly like in it's the bigger. Like, sorry, cities. you're only
2: allowed five sores on your face. Yeah. I count seven. Yeah,
3: you gotta go.
1: I they see. Probably have, <laughs> would though. <Yeah>. I see you in my Stop
2: using that shit that makes you go fucking wacko if you don't take it.
1: Oh man. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's um, there's so much more. I um. And it's already out there. I'm just going to say, when I started doing street help, I was asking some serious stuff. And a lot of it was um, how the police, <laughs> what recall. they do to you. You get a charge, and they're going after you a second time, and they're going to put something else on you. People, I I have a hard time with authority because they abuse it. And they're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. They abuse it, you know. And it's like, why? There, there is good police out there. There is some that are active in this. And I mean, there's a time where I um had to actually counsel a Cornwall police officer. You know, I was like in a dark place, but I had I always had security with me too. Uh, and he just started talking about things, and I was just like, wow, man, like. There's good and bad and everything. Even with the system, there's mm-hmm. some good, but I I I think that the bad overpowers the good. And then there's all the rules and whatever. But um, I asked. Um, I started getting names, uh, and um, for police brutality. And um, me more than me. <laughs> there's more volunteers that knew about this and knew about all those names. I came up with like six, sixty-five names within. Two months, they got the shit kicked out of them by the cops. Mm. Only fifteen of them were non-native, so mm. imagine, <laughs> y- imagine that. You know, they're helpless. They don't. No, we you talking know what about I mean? our
3: cops or cops <coughs> off the res?
2: Is there a difference?
1: Um,
3: yeah, there is a difference. Is there? There just, is a difference when our.
2: If they're beating people when up.
3: our government is paying for that, yeah. yeah. There is a big yeah. difference,
2: yeah. Well,
1: whose government is Mohawk Council? <laughs> Isn't that the Canadian government? It is by, by the <laughs> way,
3: this is not live. Yeah, okay. So if you want to let
1: it all out. <laughs> all right. If you want to let okay. it all out. I know, out, I keep hesitating. And I'm then you're like, like, can you
2: edit that out later? Yeah. Go ahead. I'll say it. All Mohawk right. Council and the police are not ours. They are trained and they're owned and they're paid by the state of uh, the country of Canada. That's who they are. Yeah, so that's that's who pays the bills. You work mm-hmm. for who pays the bills. Yeah, and yeah. You enforce basically. the laws. They, they of those.
0: Did get a little rough. I've seen. I've witnessed a tribal cop like getting a little rough with somebody that was already in handcuffs. Yeah, that was a fucking tiny person, like yeah. skinny. Yeah, yeah. And then I tried to. Like, dude, that's my friend. Yeah, you're not gonna slam my friend around. I try to rush that cop, but yeah. the, like the rest of them grab me. Right. Yeah, I was like, dude, he's fucking tiny. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to fucking do that to him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've seen it, cops being fucking. Dickheads. They are. Uh,
1: yeah. And um Not all of them,
2: but enough of
0: them.
1: Mm-hmm. Enough. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. Too many. It's like, yeah, come like on, when man. you see
0: it firsthand and.
1: Don't be You're part like, of the problem. He's smaller
0: than me. <laughs> well, you <laughs> don't have to do that to
3: him. I mean, Chris Rock said it best about that that bit about bad apples. Mm-hmm. It's like there shouldn't be a job like that where there's bad apples. Mm-hmm. No. It's kind of like he he made the joke about like uh, pilots.
2: Yeah, and air traffic controllers. Yeah, and it's oh, just okay.
3: like yeah, but there's a few bad apples that crash the plane. He's like, you wouldn't get on the <laughs> yeah.
2: fucking plane,
1: would you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's
3: a good point. <laughs> yeah. So
1: um. I had made that pub. Mm. I had. I made it public about the police, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I took it down. Then I was like, Damn, what am I doing? I'm fear. Uh, you know, I'm really acting fearless. <laughs> I'll fucking post it. Give me that list. <laughs> yeah. But um, but what I told everybody is, that I'm mm. like, <clears throat> what you guys are gonna do? Is I-, I have lawyers. I have lawyers that work for free mm-hmm. for us, and um. You know, anything, like, they're there and they'll help our clients and direct them and stuff. And um, so I was holding that list for a while, and I just showed up one day. I need to get this off my hands. I'm there. There's no names. There's no police names. I'm there. But it's of clients, like, of people that need help. So they took the list. I I don't know what they're doing with it. So I just kind of... You know, all right, that's out of my yeah, hands. Yeah. At least I did something, hope for the best. And um
3: You gave it to cops?
1: No. <laughs> I, was gonna I say gave it, it, to it, it to lawyers. Oh, okay.
3: I yeah. was gonna say if you gave it to cops about who the bad cops are, they probably shredded it. They rolled a yeah. joint with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and planted it on some <laughs> poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, they um I told everybody i I don't want no names of the cops mm. because right. That might um, mess up um, like the investigation.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the, I, I don't want to hear that. And I, you know, just give me your name. I heard your story. I'll pass it on. Mm. And that right there, it empowered them. And the reason why I had to do that, it, like I said, everything opened up. I have. We'll talk about. Okay, I had a family member that was homeless. She was put into the women's shelter. When COVID hit, she had five kids. And when COVID hit, she, um, they sent her to Cornwall, gave her an apartment. Not an apartment, I mean a, a hotel. They put her in there. And basically, they said, you're Cornwall's problem. She didn't have no place to go because, obviously, you run out of time. Mm-hmm. And with Cornwall, people won't rent a two-bedroom out to a woman with five kids, right? they'll say no you need a bigger place yeah Yeah, all these rules and whatever Mm -hmm. when so that happened and then a lot she ended up in situations and different stuff and um so she ended up getting the kids taken away she ended up getting sent to a hotel room and um she went to court that day and she wanted and and she was a volunteer she i pulled her in and pulled her close to Mm -hmm. me and um So she became a volunteer, so um, she's like, man, I'm losing my shit, man. Um, I went to court today, and they're not giving me my kids back. And I was like, you know, I'm like, damn, I'm like, I'm I'm out of town right now, but I will send someone to you. And she's like, I'm scaring myself. Like, I really don't give a shit no more. And I'm like, someone's going to be coming there. uh." So I sent a young volunteer, another cousin, And I was like, go check on her, man, please. You know, she's not doing good. So she went there, and um, the one who lost her kids, I think she just had a few drinks, but she was crying and yelling. You you know when you lose your shit, you don't give a shit, man. Like, you just, Mm -hmm. Mm. you know, she was in distress and that stuff. And then um, so the motel owner goes and calls the Cornwall police, and says there's a disturbance. First thing they do is get there. They kick both their asses. They're my volunteers. Huh. So that was like, that was a personal. And they were my cousins. So I was like, man, this, they're females. This shit ain't right. Like, what the fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. So I started asking questions while I was out on the streets. And um, I, it was just crazy. Everyone that's in trouble out there they've been abused by the police, our people, our own people, and it's so messed up like uh she's in jail right now I don't know how long she's gonna have, but so it's like um what do you call that like a snowball effect mm-hmm. it just keeps <clears throat> going and they're part of the yeah, problem' paradox. Yeah. like you know like they didn't even question. You know, are you okay? Or and she said she was screaming, "Just bring me to the hospital, bring me someplace." You know, and um, they just they. I have pictures. They sent me pictures of all the bruises and everything. And my volunteer was like, "Man, they kicked our asses." And she started laughing, but I think I hit one a few times. <laughs> I'm like, "All right, <laughs> there. At least you got something out of it." <laughs> but, there, that's messed up. You know, it's really messed up, and. That's part of the problem, like people believe what the police say, you know, like they say they did this and that, then yeah, that's the story. Yeah. I Why do they? Why been, yeah. I, I, people too. I, I've been involved in, you know, some yeah. little scenarios and be sitting there like, damn, you just lied. Understand. Yeah. You know. And I have proof. <laughs> stuff <laughs> like that. And it's like mm-hmm. it's so that's part of the system where it's broken, huh? There's no empathy. People need to have more empathy and everything. And, um... Yeah, it's it's, just, it's it's like a dog-eats-dog world out here.
3: Mm. Well, I mean, you are the holy one. You know, <laughs> you are the new uh, Indian Messiah. She has Do really you think me. that we just need um, a um, great um, flood um, like um,
2: Noah? Yeah, maybe yeah, we need that. It it <laughs> <laughs> Climate change will just wash like us only down. Only some yeah. of you are allowed on the boat. Man, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the way I see it is, you know... Whoever does that shit to our people, it's just gonna hit them back to, to anybody. Especially our women, because, you know, they're sacred. Mm. So you got these almost <laughs> since, what? I'm not gonna say that word, man. You got them doing that to our women, huh? yeah. that's part of the missing and murdered indigenous women and, yeah. and men. It's connected, right? And those police, they take some of them out outside and they, in B.C., they call that, what, the, the Starlight Walk or, or something Walk? like that? Well, yeah. hey, they, they do that in Cornwall. They bring
2: them to the edge of town uh, in the middle of the winter and, and let them out in the middle of the night. Walk your ass home.
1: And they kick their ass and yeah. threaten them and everything. Yeah. See and see, they're less fortunate. To death
2: or get hit by a fucking snowplow. Yeah. And
1: I've heard people, I've heard it was people, a big scandal in B.C., ass.
2: but it's happening around here, you say?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like. They, <clears throat> it's it's the women. They'll pick them up. Like uh, what they have, like um, what you call that, like narcs or whoever, and everything. And um, yeah, they um, yeah, they take them. There's a lot of messed up cops though. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't even like to go out late at night because <laughs> I might get stopped. Huh? I try to maneuver my stuff out during the day and just, and I even tell that to my kids. Huh? like just you know don't be going out there when they're stopping people or harassing them and it's um it's so messed up and i really hope them lawyers are doing something that'd be you -hmm. know i don't know if that's all kept a secret or what but
2: they sure do like their secrets don't they that's one thing I've noticed dealing with the court system. Everything's a big fucking secret. Yeah. And you know what? And you're not supposed to talk about shit publicly. And you're not supposed to, you know, speak your mind. Mm-hmm. And what it reminds me of is like white culture. That's their fucking culture. It's all a big fucking secret. Yeah. They hide everything. Everything's shame and punishment, and they fucking just hide it. And I think it's gross. Like I think our way is we march our shit out in the middle of the Longhouse. And we fucking talk about it, no oh, matter yeah. how ugly it is. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm reminded with my own brushes, like truth doesn't matter just as an illusion, you know? It's just like you either have proof or you have nothing. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, it's it's messed up.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It is. <laughs> I'm just I look listening. like, oh, I feel like I'm traumatizing you. So I'm like, <laughs> you are not traumatizing no, at This is shit people need to know about. I, I want to bring awareness. That's the remaining yeah. thing. The thing that
3: I find most sad listening to your story is that even you, a person that's dedicating your life, your life's work um, since 2020, even you that is doing things that are good, that are positive, and all you're doing is helping people, even you don't feel safe Mm-hmm. And you almost have this mentality, like you know, why do I feel like I'm doing something bad? Because I can't even trust cops, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of have to like put all my trust and faith in lawyers, you know,
2: because they're so. not to be so trustworthy. It, <laughs> but the thing is, is yeah. that
3: that's that's really your saving grace most of the time. Yeah, is what you can prove. And how you just said you you feel scared to go out late because you're afraid of getting pulled over, yeah, and you're living your your life in a good way, you're doing good things, and it's sad that that's how you feel,
1: you know yeah, so. like sometimes I'll you know, ah oh man, I'm taking off and you know my son where are you going where and 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 it's it sucks that my kids always have to question me where are you going where are you going when are you coming back or you know stuff like that, but it's part of like, I always tell everybody, "This is where I'm going. This is what I'm do- doing." Not everybody, but I tell the ones in the house, "This is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. This is who I'm with." Or you know, I just keep it like that, and because you just never know. And then, you know, with me talking about all of this, it's like, you know, somebody's got to break this um, this messed up cycle and speak about what's mm-hmm. going on. Like, you know. I mean, shit, we were all born with a target on our backs. You think about it. So why not? Why keep quiet?
2: Yeah, I like it. I'm and, a, um, what you're doing great.
1: I think that um, I yeah, want to work on a document.
3: Every time mm-hmm. Josh brings in a guest, <laughs> the, the next person is always just more impressive. And I always... Like every right now, I feel like this is probably one of our most important episodes. I honestly feel like I'm Josh's most dumb friend. <laughs> like I'm definitely his stupidest friend. I have right now. dumber no, friends. No, but
1: you helped me maneuver the coffee. <laughs> yeah. I
3: sure did. I, I, yeah, I did. But I'm just like, man, this woman's a badass, and I'm yeah. just a fucking. I sniff my nuts once in a while, and I'm a fucking idiot. You know, what hey, look, I make him laugh sometimes. That's <laughs> <not> People <laughs> need laughter, man. Don't get yourself. No, it's that's you right. Do, yeah. What I'm doing is just as
2: important
0: as what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you
1: got to. We're keep not all lifting those up. Cops. We're yeah. not all <laughs> meant to <kill> cops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, what I here's one of my thoughts. Is like it, it's, you know, we think the. F- the battles on the you know front lines and we're you know we're having blockades and we're fires and we're fighting the government but what you're actually doing is really creating change and you know if half of those families if even a quarter of those families through your program you know get clean eventually mm. get a place to live raise kids with a little less damage than they had and that will have a longer lasting effect probably than any blockade we've ever had
1: yeah, for sure. Except and for maybe Oka, that was yeah,
2: well. Yeah. You're li- you're
3: literally fighting <laughs> yeah. for people's human rights.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I am. Um,
2: dignity.
3: You're a, you're yeah. an activist.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sort of like that too. Um, no, you're not sort of. You are.
3: <laughs> you are. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: was out there when um, shut down Canada happened. Yeah. That was fun. I was like, I was telling everybody, you know. It's always fun shutting
2: down Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it's way easier to shut down <laughs> the
1: U.S. The U.S. would shut you down. Oh yeah, I'm scared of the U.S. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Those drones strike your ass.
3: Yeah. yeah you having the drones all U.S. Oh, US says drones. Canada has fucking cops that ride horses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the R.C.M.P. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Canadian Mountie putins. <laughs> putins. <laughs> yeah. No. Even though you you say you were part of these temporary um, fights here, like blockades and stuff, mm-hmm. the fact that you're still doing it day by day by day, you are an activist. Yeah. But, you are. Yeah, you are fighting. So. <laughs> you are fighting every day. There's no guessing. Yeah. You mm. are. Fucking wear, just, that to stay humble. wear that badge <laughs> of honor. Wear yeah, that badge of honor. Well it's like the Panthers. You be humble, I'll keep it real. All you're a right fucking yeah. badass, you're an activist. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fucking you know what? You're definitely someone I want my kids to meet. Yeah.
1: That's cool. For
2: sure. It's <laughs> like the Panthers. Everyone, you know, they see I'm the, the images no. of the guns let and me,
3: the, <laughs> let, me, let me let me make that clear. I really hope they don't need your help. Well, I'm yeah. Just, I'm just saying, I hope they can meet you someday and get inspired. <laughs> what, okay. Well, that sounded
1: bad.
2: <laughs> when well, my daughter's in a drug house, yeah. I hope Whoa, you're Jesus under
1: different circumstances. you <laughs> like, get down, I know him. Oh, get home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like like
2: like the Panthers, everybody sees the guns, they see the camo, but really the Panthers was about the food programs and the fucking getting the people off the streets and yeah. and, and uh, trying to combat injustice. Yeah, you're yeah, a black Panther. A yeah, Wakanda forever. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. You're a red how Panther. do you do that? <laughs> no, I'm a red. <laughs> Right <laughs>
1: That's actually Wu Tang. Yeah. What do they do? Part of the Wu Tang <laughs> <Yeah, that's> clan. <laughs> Wu Tang. Putain in Canada. <laughs> Putin clan. Puntang? Did she <laughs> <you laughs> say?
3: Putain. You,
1: you got my attention. <laughs> Putain. I, I was just trying to rhyme it with you know Wu Tang. <laughs> I got it, but it sounded <laughs> sound funny. Right. <great. laughs>
3: That sounded like vagina. <laughs> uh, do, do you, how much longer can you stay? I know you. Oh, I'm
1: you I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah.
3: All right. Well, let's keep going. All right. What uh, what 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 plans do you have for the future?
1: For the future, um, yeah. I want to do a, uh, like a like a documentary. I'm just trying to find the right people, and I want to focus on the nearby cities and just what the problem is so we might know
3: the right people (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) i think that would you know be awesome to you know just have different video clips traveling you know it's only going to take like a day here and there you know then put it all together and then um even like um i have a good phone (laughs) If yeah, you want go. me
3: to oh, okay. you know, hang
2: out with you for yeah. a day. Yeah. We'll just strap a GoPro to someone. Yeah. And we'll oh, send okay. them off to Yeah, the that sounds good. <laughs> it's like a wildlife video with his people. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you pointing at him? Because I got him.
1: I'm going to bring you out to the wild. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, but uh.
2: Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just switched to that camera I, I hit the button on uh, an accident <laughs> 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 I'm going to buy that little box I want Clinky clacky oh, yeah. clicky yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: I love hearing the audio only podcast Like women's dance And I just
2: hear Oh really I'm like oh, uh, Josh is in the room <laughs> I haven't listened to the audio only in a while I edit, the, I edit the video, and then I just export it to audio. I'm sure he's
3: just so sick of hearing <laughs> our voices. He's like, "Fucking, I ain't listening to it. Oh,
1: yeah. that means he's clicking it off? Or no? He's switching. Like, can oh, can okay. <laughs> that. yeah. the, this well,
3: that's, that's the magic of producing and editing, is that yeah. he has to spend not only like an hour and a half sitting here doing it. Mm-hmm. He's got to spend... Eat sometimes double or triple that time. Oh, watching man. it over, listening to it. I'm sure he gets sick of it, but that's why he makes the money. That's why he makes the money. We <laughs> make the same money, bud.
2: <laughs> but yeah I, bring, yeah, I bring the funny. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got it. I'm kidding. I'm
3: kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm gonna earn my carton of bit
1: Gotta wait till after Christmas. Get a good
3: <laughs> so want to make why, it not, t- why not just put that on your Christmas list? Santa
0: Claus, Santa Claus, No, I'm already
3: getting some sweaters, some really nice sweaters. You know. uh-huh. yeah. I'm going to go sit in car Starbucks. <laughs> I have Wi Fi, you dick. <laughs> you think I'm going to go all the way to Cornwall to Starbucks? Okay, now I can write. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's
2: all about set and setting.
3: <laughs> so documentary you think you want to do a documentary
1: yeah um to bring awareness mm-hmm. and um
3: now what are you going to do you want to put this on youtube or you want to put it right on up TV or something
1: oh i want to go I, I want to Just um think bigger than that yeah i'm not thinking small time because this is a problem <laughs> that <laughs>
3: you hear that atv small time yeah. I, yeah. I, I
1: mean <laughs> I ain't small time. Just joking. Yeah. I mean, we might no. have to. No, you're not. I'm, no, I'm, you're I'm not. thinking You're the Messiah,
3: remember? You're the Messiah. Yeah. And I, maybe that's why I this. came There's back to life. But I don't know,
1: man. <laughs> Call yeah. APTN and CTV. You know, mhm. CTV. And it's like, "Hey man, like um but I can't I can't take all the credit. Like it it's I just feel like my aunt has been guiding me in some way because she was a, clan, a wolf clan mother. And um it just seems, it, it's it's like, sometimes I get spiritual, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, a spiritual good feeling when I'm out there, like, I feel like someone's there with me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I tried to keep the deliveries during the day and whatever, but, you know, like, during the winter, you sometimes you go out and it's dark. And <laughs> yeah, 20 afternoons. You, you got no choice, but you got a whole crew with you, and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, like, and I feel that sometimes. And, oh you know, my one brother's always saying, those are God's children, uh, yeah, you know, like, but they're, you know, they're in training. It's like they're in life training. Some will make it and some won't. That's why you become wise elders, because you go through shit. You go there and then you come back, and you got to be able to help your people. Oh, you know, just, it's like, you know,
2: yeah, sometimes I- to find your goal you gotta drive through a telephone pole.
1: <laughs> drive through a what? Telephone pole. <laughs> he's
2: making he's making fun of me. <laughs> it happened. Is that what
1: happened? <laughs> yes. Well now you can tell everybody, you know, like, um whatever your lesson was learned. You know?
3: Yeah, I walked out of that accident going, I'm gonna do comedy <laughs>
1: <laughs> And here yeah. we are, man. Don't
3: do yeah. What, yeah. don't do what I did, kids. You just no, put know. up with a shitload of abuse. <laughs> They make fun of your idea for cups, and now you say you want to get a Chromebook, and they're gonna laugh at that shit too. Find better friends. That's my advice. If you live, if you survive your accident or your overdose, find better friends. That's usually gonna. Don't do what I did. That's
0: usually how that happens. Yeah, (laughs) you
1: change your life, and don't
3: find two more assholes to make your fucking life (laughs) hell.
1: But,
0: um, hey, I'm just kidding. Hey, I tried to drive through a telephone pole before. <laughs>
3: yeah, how'd that work out? You wound up in corn. <laughs> I was necessarily corn. You missed the pole. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I was in the middle of the
0: road. But, yeah, it's just more angry than... Like, fuck, I can't believe this happened. Damn it. Like, upset, because I used to be with like, my dad, and you see him dozing, right? <laughs> While he's driving, like, holy <laughs> And i fuck with him. I'm like, pop, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> old bastard and it happened to me and I'm like fuck that's me
2: can't tell my dad he'll yeah. never let it go <laughs> yeah
0: I'm, not my, I'm officially my dad except I succeeded in falling asleep <laughs> behind the wheel and going off the road and hitting a fucking telewimbo
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I kind of yelled at the state trooper when he was giving me my tickets because I got a ticket for failure to keep right <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I got as far right as I possibly could without killing myself, dickhead. I went off the road on a right-hand side. I couldn't possibly get any farther right. All right? He started laughing a little bit. He's like, he didn't even know what to say. I'm like, what the fuck is failure to keep right? Right. Yeah.
3: Because there's no failure to stay straight, dickhead. (laughs)
2: Failure to be on the road. <laughs> Failure to stay on the road. <laughs> uh, the smashed car should be punishment enough. It. For. Yeah. You <laughs> 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 got,
3: got me sweating. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's
2: warm in here with the cold. Uh, it's all right.
3: So it's I don't like, know how you're doing mm. that hat, seriously. The hat? Yeah. Well, Aren't you
1: hot? I have no choice. I mean, not that way, but I mean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said if you take no. your hat off. I, I was, was like, I was kind of like,
1: my ride up. was like, came at like too early. Oh. Like, I don't even have socks on. <laughs> so I was like, really Man, I'm just going to have to rock that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> fuck warm feet. Yeah. I got a nice warm head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. that's what
1: that's what's happening. But yeah, so I just, you know, got ready, grabbed my stuff and went out the door and got ready on the way so yeah that's why i'm wearing a hat just like batman (laughs) 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 so you're batman and jesus batman and jesus yeah there you go but jesus
2: (laughs) but jesus -Jesus. (laughs) scared the but jesus baby jesus (laughs) so where do we find you on facebook um do you you want to do a documentary? Do you put this stuff online or uh do you e- um, edit it, and, you know, make little things or you just got, you just don't got time for that and you need someone to do that shit?
1: Well, I've been trying to research it and I I've been just like doing all kinds of stuff, but this is like my first live ever. Like I've done a lot mm-hmm. of um interviews with newspapers um well, back when shutdown Canada happened. I got pushed in front of the camera, spoke a little bit, (laughs) but this is the first time to actually be uh, really talking and sharing this story. And I, you know, I kept it off, offline, like a lot of what I'm saying now. So a lot of people don't know this. I would say stuff, then pull it off. And, you know, I was kind of, I don't know why I did that, but I was kind of in the zone, right? Like. You know, that's some, I don't know if it's something to be talking about, but um, right now my only focus was on them. It's kind of like, if you're going to counsel someone, you're not going to be telling their stories, right? So that's how I kept it while we're out there. But because it it slowed down, now I'm thinking, and people's like, "Um, maybe we did something right. And then I'm like, man, I never thought of that, you Mm -hmm. know? think we did so i start instead of counting the deaths there was like 40 50 fentanyl deaths that i know people some of them were my volunteers and um that's a lot so man i just lost track of what i was talking i'm trying not to get in that zone yeah but yeah that's a lot that's a lot mm-hmm. and um it wasn't really something to talk about but now that um it's almost like i graduated from that school or something so I'm just like I'm doing a lot of reflecting and sitting back and I'm like well now it's time it's time to speak about exactly what happened because a lot of them they are a lot of people have um gotten out of it and there's a lot of deaths so that was there's so many times we'd pull up at a place and they're like hey they're not here they died huh so it's like oh shit huh you know and there was um there's a lot of that happened and um there's actually two um i'm getting off subject i keep jumping around but i'm just trying to think of everything that's important there's a group of women that are out there um that are purposely putting fentanyl and then and our own people's um stuff whatever whatever drug they're taking or the cops call it a hot dose mm-hmm. so to me if you if you killed one person yeah it's murder if you killed another person then another person that's a serial killer mm-hmm. and that's what we got in Cornwall and wow. I don't I've heard of it in over on the <laughs> res, too but they're they're purposely doing that stuff and there's witnesses there's so many witnesses and um I had gotten a message. Um, it's just crazy how some, some police and some, like, authority talk with me or send me messages. Huh? And one was like, um, "Tautina, what? how we're doing this. Like, don't. They're trying to tell me to keep quiet, basically. And you know? mm. it's like, well, how many people are you going to sacrifice to get to what you need to do? Right. And it's like
2: like not you know a serial it's like how the hell
1: are you gonna you know tell me that like you know send me a message and because they're um trying to do a different approach to battling this and it's like i don't even want to hear that it's like you got a situation here why aren't you doing that and then last winter um i was out in montreal and i would um I would be um, just visiting this other place. Uh, it was and They mm-hmm. had put a tent. It was the Warrior Society. They put a tent right downtown on Atwater. And they were helping. Like, they had people out there. And they were like, they had them sleeping in the, a really big tent. And they'd bring food, drinks, everything. And then they were feeding them during the week. And, um, like, they were feeding them lunch and supper. I, even, I ate with the people, sat down the street, ate. And they feed them good, and um, so I start talking to some other workers and them Inuit women. There's also a serial killer out there. He's he's murdering these women and he thinks it's funny and they're indigenous, and it's it's so messed up. And they're saying the police don't want to don't want to do anything. So to me. Um, and there was one woman that was homeless, and she was hiding from that guy because she she became aware of it, and she was all drunk and talking shit and stuff. So that was a serious situation, and I kind of only, you know, I was kind of just doing a little bit. I was not, you know, right into it, finding out. and um.
2: But you hear about it because you're in those circles, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, they... they <laughs> <laughs>
1: They'd, they showed me pictures of who he was and everything and right there I think some of them good cops need to step up against them bad cops like do something you know that's your job you know the ones that are being if you see something then do something like it's those ones that are being ignorant when our people are crying for help or trying to tell you something huh? it's like don't push that aside because how many more because they're part of the problem too
2: Right. I read in the it news is. today that in Winnipeg, I think it was Winnipeg, there was, uh, they found a lady's body in May, and now they just found a bunch more parts, and it's all one guy. They just arrested that one guy, but it took like months. Yeah. And it's easy to prey on people who, you know, it's a vulnerable population, so it's easy. Like, it's what we were talking about before you guys got here. You know, we, <clears throat> the trafficking, the drugs, and the homelessness kind of all go together. Because they're vulnerable people. They're people who probably didn't have a good childhood. And it makes them an easy target for all of this.
1: Yeah, because it's like they don't have a voice. Because you got to imagine who they're going to go to. Because everybody treats them like they're pieces of shit, which is, you know, they're they're part of the problem. Like, um, there's so many talented people out there, too. There was one homeless guy we had, and he was just doing artwork and stuff. And it was so awesome. That's all he wanted to do. Like even like was at the homeless camp, and you know just doing artwork and stuff. And um, there's a lot of people that have different talents that are out there. And um, all it takes is people who with empathy reach out to one. I what can I do for you? You don't have to spend a lot of money, or you know, maybe everybody has leftovers. Try to bring them food. Just keep talking to them. Uh. See what they like. A lot of them don't realize what's like um, that there's help, like different um, agencies where they can go to and stuff like that. Uh. Because, um, and a lot of them, the ones that are drug addicts, they're always like, we just want someone to love us. You know, like, just don't. Th- this is the time they need somebody. Is then not to just toss them aside, but somehow put your boundaries up and help them with whatever they're going through. And um, yeah, it's just like it's just it's the system too, though. You know, they just want to tuck it all away, just like Cornwall did. (laughs) Now, every time I say something, (laughs) I get a (laughs) smile, just like fuck yous. But that's what it is. I wish I had
3: known you two years ago because I had recently come back to Facebook because uh, two years ago when I was uh, standing outside uh, in front of Wild Bills, I was protesting uh, fentanyl dealers because we had recently just lost a friend. And I had lost another friend of my own in uh, Messina at the time. And some people brought some names to my attention, and I said, I'm not here to call anyone out. I want people to do that, you know, for themselves. Yeah. Are you trying to crack your back?
2: No, don't worry about my hips. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to sitting a lot. So, uh, yeah, I wish I had known you um, two years ago because maybe I would have stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't have walked away from it, because a lot of people, there there were some that brought me <sighs> names, but also there was uh, quite a bit of uh, negativity from what I was doing. And uh, all, there was also a lot of support, and I had just become bombarded by um, notifications and messages, and I'm like, I gotta fucking, I gotta do something. I can't keep up with, you know, 50 notifications an hour. Yeah.
1: You
3: know, and so... Yeah, I, w- I wish I had known you two years ago.
1: But you know me now and you still can do something because I know that's always going to... Well, now, I, gonna, have a, uh, now I have a whole platform. Crew. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's always going to stick in your head if it was your friends.
3: I had to walk away and uh, yeah, hone this craft here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: yeah, I think I remember that. It's it, it, There yeah, is a lot yeah. on this But side then I too. saw
3: they started doing that like a few weeks after on the island. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right on, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't like gonna stop by, and be like, I did this, <laughs> you no. Know, but I yeah. definitely saw that people were getting sick of it. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, and so. I, I think there needs to be, it, it needs to be. Um, I've never participated in any of that, like, um, going to drug dealers' houses and, um, getting them to protest and stuff. I've actually been to drug dealers' places and made them I didn't do it but there's others they made them hand out food and um and Narcan kits and I'm like I don't I don't know what I think of that though like um it's good to call them out and you know like the community and being aware of who's who and what because Anything can happen to any kid. Huh? Like if they have it in their house and they're having sleepovers or whatever, like it could happen. It's happened actually. Nurses told me there was um, a little kid that overdosed on fentanyl in Cornwall because he dug in his mother's purse. But oh. they brought him back to life. Um, there's a lot of scenarios like that that they're not talking about. You know, and that's the stuff they need to talk about. It's You, you need to talk about it it's healing also it's you yeah. know it's healing you got to talk about it and you got to um you got to let other people know and that's what they need to do like um i went to this training at the pharmacy too and um they said like the fentanyl overdoses are right bef- behind the covid in canada
2: mhm i seen that yeah. it's that
1: too so yeah. it's it's really bad and why ain't we talking about it yeah Especially I res. Man, you know
2: fentanyl sucks. Use heroin.
1: (laughs) Heroin. That's what it's from,
2: right? It's like uh, it's like a heroin. Well, it's uh, like a stronger heroin, right? And because you can't get heroin, (laughs) it's easier to transport fentanyl. That's how it started, correct? Fentanyl is
3: for people that are dying, yeah, in hospice, right? It's like morphine. (laughs) Yeah, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and that was also one of the negative things about when I was out there protesting. I'm, I, what I what I was trying to say is stop selling it to people and killing them. Mm. But then people had to be smart asses, be like, oh, what about in nursing homes? I'm like, well, yeah,
2: obviously keep it where <laughs> oh, it yeah. was meant to be. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, let's get them haters, huh? Mm. Well, that's that, that's actually, what I did, real. too. They're so, well anyways. So don't
2: no. it they cost too much. It's just use a bullet. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs>
1: And the nurse. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs>
3: Can we bring back electric God. chairs. Can we bring back the electric we'll
0: chairs.
2: We'll make it a television show.
0: Just <laughs> said like that one ended up in home hallway right there. Well we already know it's a comfort at the bedroom. end, so there's that one bedroom.
2: <laughs> well, I mean the same thing that happened during alcohol prohibition is like you you restrict it so much and what happens is they start shipping harder stuff because you can ship smaller quantities of it. Uh, it's fucking bullshit again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that
1: was that when Al Capone hung out with our grandparents? It was. <laughs> I'm just joking. It was. They were
3: brewing up that. That whiskey. is fucked up. A lot of people don't <clears throat> talk about that. Al that Capone. Al Capone was around here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, just it was. like chilling out, just chilling. Have, um, staying on like what Yellow Island yep. and shit.
1: Yeah. Yep. My stepfather tells me those stories all the time. Yeah. I went fishing and, you know and I They're cooked all for like, him. He wasn't an right, guy. <laughs> and, and you know that that's uh, some of them people that are out on yeah. the streets you, you know some of them are you know they're they're okay like it, it's i don't know <laughs> there's like all the street codes and stuff uh, like you know they don't call the police if someone beats up a woman that you're getting your ass kicked hmm. they hurt a kid you're getting it type of thing uh, but um you know, I'm not trying to glamorize Al Capone or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, the murder was bad.
2: The murder was still bad.
1: The, yeah, like, but... Um,
2: but the food programs were cool. You yeah, do that too. They,
1: they do uh-uh. try to help, but I'm not glamorizing that lifestyle. So as al- long as
3: the people that created the problems in their community, as long as they
2: hand out food once in a while, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Except we've already <laughs> identified that they didn't create the problem. Trauma created the problem. Oh. And if you take away... The substance, another will follow, and another will follow, and it, another it will It goes follow way in. back, everything, it goes way back. So using guns... So you're saying we inv- got to
3: say Al Capone's mommy and daddy were the bad ones? They were. Because they made them the bad mm. boy? That's probably yeah. it. Yeah, yeah,
2: blame the parents. So it's not blame. <laughs> it's not to blame, it's just to find the root of the problem and suss it out and figure... Well, we know what we've done so far hasn't worked, and what you're doing seems to help, so...
1: I, yeah, I could be on to some. I'm just yeah. thinking that now, like, because for the past month or two, I was like, man, where the hell is everybody? This is getting depressing. Then, But it was my mind, in like, you know, hey, we're going to go see them. We're going to see smiles. Mm-hmm. We're going to feed them. Then I thought, like, oh, man, this shouldn't be depressing because then people started saying that maybe we did something right.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I started looking at that. So I started counting who went to rehab. Who got help, you know, and all of that, and um, so those numbers were up, right? Celebrate your wins, yeah. Yeah, Don't always just look at what's fucked up, like yeah, yeah. So it's okay
2: to feel good about fucking doing something good,
1: and yeah, and um, I'm sure there was a whole crew of young ones. (laughs) They don't, they know, like don't be smoking weed from anywhere (laughs) and all of that, like and go to
2: a dispensary,
1: like uh, a a a good dispensary. But um, we've brought awareness, a lot of awareness.
2: I think so. My eyes are opened. How about you guys?
1: Yeah, they're open. Yeah, you just want to do some stuff now. No, (laughs) do some volunteering. No,
2: no, no. We'll we'll provide a platform though. (laughs) Mostly,
3: like
0: let's just go beat up Canadian police. (laughs) 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 That's what I'm. That's what what I got out of this. Yeah, that's what I got out of this.
3: Well, thank you so much uh, for stopping by. This has really been enlightening, and uh, yeah, we're definitely going to give you a follow. Mm -hmm. We're going to encourage our listeners to follow. And if
2: someone out there has social media experience, can you help these guys out? Like, that's what what I'm hearing is like you got your hands full. Yeah, like you don't need to learn a whole nother skill set. Like there's people yeah, that do that <laughs> shit that can fucking help you. And please don't give
3: Josh a fourth job. <laughs> no, no, it's
2: not gonna be me because clearly I can't even keep up with our. You, Will's got the most TikToks, so <laughs> the rest of us oh, are shillies, slacking. Oh,
1: oh you still do? Have a TikTok? Yeah. TikTok. We're huh? still
2: we're slacking, John. Mm-hmm. I got half of one mate. <laughs> you got half one made. <laughs> so yeah, if someone's got some, that's like. That's important. Like people don't know about it. this is You're a solution. Comparing your work to fucking TikTok,
3: <laughs> no, I got my TikToks to do. I can't come.
2: <laughs> no, I'm saying. I got
3: funny dances to learn. I can't come. <laughs> yeah. I can't come and help feed. I, you know? I have to remind
2: my dumb friend. I'm saying that you need someone better. Than, oh, you need someone yeah. better than us. He finally
3: too. admitted it. I'm the dumb friend
2: <laughs> who missed the point of what I was saying. Is that? <laughs> yeah. But so I'm, I'm sure pretty, someone. You know. You don't have to be like out in the streets with you if someone's good at social media that would be perfect to like Mm -hmm. do the pictures take the video take the things and do that for you to make it happen and then do it regularly so you get more support
1: yeah actually yeah (laughs) that's that's i think that's what we need is the younger ones some younger volunteers to do that stuff Mm -hmm.
2: so where the how can they contact you directly
1: um facebook facebook find her on
2: facebook uh street unity street yeah, Unity
1: Street so Help she, Yeah, she's gonna
2: get an Instagram next.
3: <laughs> We're not sure about Twitter yet. Or maybe you can start doing TikToks <laughs> or TikTok. TikTok. I was
1: actually thinking of that. But just a crew of cameras following yeah. you, giving people fucking
3: money
2: and shit. <laughs> Mr. Beast will come and join us. Please, uh, please <laughs> repeat
3: the name of your organization. Oh,
1: Unity Street Help Association.
3: And that's a page
2: they can follow on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll yeah. link to it, and then when we post this up. Yes. All right. right. Okay. All right, man.
3: Yeah. Sign us off, Jeff. We're the
2: Aboriginal fucking outlaws. Follow us on <laughs> YouTube. Spotify, Amazon Music. You can find us. You can email us aboriginaloutlaws at, at gmail Comment on our shit. Interact with us and follow uh, Unity Street on Facebook. Find them. You know, help them out. You don't always have to be like doing shit. You can just give them money or bake a turkey. Post. Them, why post do you them.
3: steal? Why do you keep calling it Unity Street?
2: What did I say? Did I say it wrong? I don't
1: know. Did you? A lot of people say that short form too. Huh? What was it again? Unity Street. It's Unity Street. Help
2: unity street help
1: well we actually made um initials unity it street called. sounds cool
2: it sounds like a fucking 80s tv show
1: <laughs> it sounds like a song
2: it does hopefully make we'll. a song well
1: <laughs> 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 make a rap song <laughs> there you go well you can make a song and we can
2: uh, sell it for charity yes. i don't rap <laughs> <laughs> you did pretty good though you, you try better. try i bet you can yeah. <laughs> Whatever child <you shout laughs> follow our shit. <laughs> like, subscribe. Your subscriptions help on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Josh Sargent. I'm
3: uh, Josh Sargent.
1: Yes, <laughs> I'm Josh too. <laughs>
3: and I'm Will Bear Sunday. <laughs> the Messiah. Thank you for the showing
4: up. All hail the Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right.